<laughs> Robot's not going to know the difference, right? These are all leftovers, but... I don't think so. I don't think the robots ever had Thanksgiving. I don't think they have Thanksgiving in Robotland deep in the Amazon or wherever it was we got this robot from. Yeah, whatever jungle or forest. We were lost. We didn't have GPS. Yeah. We hauled a boat over a mountain. It was some real Indiana Jones shit, but way more bumbling than that. Oh, yeah. It was like Chris Farley and Jack Black. But way less entertaining than that. <laughs> anyway, we're here to celebrate Thanksgiving with uh, Castatron 666000. Yep. Uh, sometimes we call him Casty for short. Uh, he started acting like Castro for a little while. <laughs> Had like a little green hat and stuff, cigar. That was a weird phase. We didn't record anything during that. No, that was why we're... No. I got worried. Yeah. Well, I got everything laid out here. Much like the panties of the woman that Jerry was dating. Did <laughs> <laughs> your mother lay them out? <laughs> and uh, we're ready that was to. The weirdest. Very strange. It's a weird line, even. They're all laid out for you. Um, <laughs> we edit that out. It's total non sequitur. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Fits perfect. Uh, yeah, we, we got some pie. We got some turkey. We got some mashed potatoes. We got some stuffing or dressing, as my grandma used to call it. Yeah. We got all the shit here. All the stuffs. We're ready to do the thing. Uh, shit. Do we are we missing something? We're missing gravy. I don't think robots gonna know the difference, right? Let's just give him a little pie to see if he can even eat, because we don't know where to put it. I, I I was gonna say the smoke hole, but now I don't see a smoke hole. Yeah, it's usually when we give the if you give a robot a joint, if you give a mouse a cookie, yeah, if you give a robot a joint. You would think it's going to want some pie, right? Easily, yeah. If I get a joint and then there's some pie, I want some pie. Like pretty much every time. (laughs) Um, Unless something's seriously wrong. So I guess if we smoke the robot out, open up, it's kind of like giving a dog a pill. You got to coax it. Light up this joint. I'm going to go look for some gravy. You smoke the joint with the robot and I'll be right back. All right, we'll give it a try. And how'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, good. So did it, you you shoved some pie in its smokehole? No, I didn't. No. It didn't didn't work out. Didn't work. Way. No. Fuck. I oh. also noticed there's no cranberry sauce. Jesus, we fucked up. Yeah, this was not a very. I'm sorry, robot. This is not very well prepared. I. I we did our best. We don't. We're slapping leftovers together. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Is it... Oh, is that poop? Oh, ooh. Oh, that one's red. It doesn't smell like poop. It's red and chunky. Is this... Brown and... Robot... Is it bloody like, poop? Uh, not male. Oh, is this menses? Ro- uh, robo menses? Uh, At the first world's first menstruating robot? Digital menstruation? <laughs> yeah. I don't think... I don't think so. I th- here, wait. Let me... I'm I'm gonna just be brave. I have oh, to deal God. with the child anyway just and deal put with his human poop. In it. Undaunted. The brown, the brown stuff. Oh, he's tasting it. Oh my God. That is um, rosemary turkey gravy. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Castatron. Wow, dude. I am. Let me just. I am impressed. <laughs> that is incredible. I, <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a good gravy. Good, good gravy. gravy. <laughs> Well, shit. I guess we're back in business. Um, okay. All right. You care to try the red stuff? 
shit, if you did it, I'll do it. I mean, I'm assuming it, I mean, it looks like cranberry, right? Which is one of the things where, yep. Oh. Yeah. That's a cranberry. A cranberry sauce. Yeah, which I don't just, do you even eat that? I never even eat it. It just sits on the table. Like one person eats it out of pity just because someone bought it. I usually will eat the leftovers. Like if there's a bowl that's been sitting there for like a week, then I'll just uh, down it in like one sitting. I don't understand it. Maybe I've never had the good stuff. Anyway, to have an authentic <laughs> spread, we do now have the cranberry sauce. Thank you so much, Casty. Yeah, Casty. Good job. Oh, oh. oh God, it's still oh, oh Jesus. I guess this means he he wants to he or she uh, if if cranberry <laughs> menstruation is how a robot you know. Castertron. Then look, I barely know how a human woman does it. The education system failed me. But like, <laughs> how am I supposed to know how a robot? Does I'm not it? a science man. Anyway, uh, I guess this uh, overflowing cascade of gravy, gravy. shit is uh, <laughs> telling us who, who wants to talk about Thanksgiving some more. All right. Well, um, belly up to the table, Castatron, and let's uh, bring these leftovers into a fully cooked meal. You know, I heard there's more to Thanksgiving than just turkey. Uh, yeah, there's tofurkey as well. Oh, yeah, and, and some light genocide or <laughs> the beginnings thereof. Accidental genocide. Let's get into it. Sunday, November 27th, 2022. Thanksgiving leftovers, or this is the problem with everything. Episode two thirty-two. Hey, hey, oh, two thirty-two. <laughs> is that right? On... Yeah, two thirty-two. God crazy. damn! I know. It's, it's we're getting up there. Time flies. Getting the episodes up. fly. They are flying by quicker than you can imagine. Um. Well, we're here. We're back. We yeah. We, we made, made it. it. Almost yeah. didn't make it this week. No. Nah. We used so little inside baseball, a little peek behind the curtain. We record on Thursdays. Yes. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Yes. Trying to schedule around that shit didn't right. work out. No. I guess we agreed to doing it Saturday and I'd like spaced that or didn't think that that had happened and nice. just like didn't show up and fell asleep at like 4.30 after eating nothing but pie all day. Absolutely fine. So we're doing it on Sunday. We were in a bad way. Sunday uh, service. I had, yes, like you said, three or four days of just endless heartburn. Yeah, it's still happening. And now I'm throwing fucking whiskey on it. Yay! Doesn't seem like the best choice. I'm not making great life choices, ladies and gentlemen. Well, but that's what the holidays are for. But we made it through the cast. I, I ate my brain pill, and my brain worked long enough to sort of coherently talk about the history of Thanksgiving. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> the insider's history. I do the this for you. The true history. Uh, yeah, so we just wanted to kind of... I feel like we've talked about it before maybe in in a in cast form but i think um i think it's worth revisiting because new things happen you learn new things plus even if we talked about it before people don't remember stuff i've i've watched community like three times and it was entertaining all three times so like i love it <laughs> talk about it again talk about it again next year fuck you you yeah, know who knows maybe we'll come up with have a even more detailed look at what it was like being a starving uh, separatist <laughs> well, in a new land <laughs> whether or not we talk about thanksgiving every year we talk about something almost every week 
Problem with Everything podcast. That's what you're listening to. Uh, we haven't introduced ourselves, right? No, no, yeah. Am I, I'm right to be doing that right you're, now? You're correct. Okay, cool. And right. I'm Loki Sapfoot. Hard right. I do this. No, well, <laughs> I do this podcast with uh, my homie, Holiday Rob. Hey, that's me. I'm Holiday Rob. And uh, we're doing it again this week. Uh, yeah, making that happen. We got like social media, right? Yeah, uh, like tpwe.pod on the Instagram. Instagram. Uh, you can find us. Just put the problem with everything in your Google machine. Yeah. On YouTube, we got like old episodes from when we did it at a whole other place. Music so performances. Wild shit we from when guests. we interacted with other humans. Yeah. Before us became a self-isolated echo chamber in the before times. <laughs> in the before times, before uh, episode three, uh, season three of twenty twenty. Wait, what? We're on ep- we're on season three of oh, twenty twenty. Yeah, the movie, <laughs> uh, the TV show. It's a twenty twenty the series. The series. Hey, isn't that already a series with Barbara Walters? Twenty twenty. <laughs> Is that who? Barbara Walters. Yeah, it was a. Uh, Dick Snyder or something before that. Anyway, this is better than Dick and Barbara's shit. Yeah, yeah, way this better. Is, we're, you're, yeah, you're, you're putting the good shit in your ear holes right now, so be proud of yourself for that. Uh, every week I do a stream on uh, Twitch. That's at, true. At Holiday Rob on Twitch. Rob's not playing. You can check out the archive on YouTube, uh, at Holiday Rob on TikTok, Patreon, not on Twitter, at not Holiday Rob. And, uh, yeah. Um, if I may, a small criticism of your stream. Yeah. And really it's a compliment through a criticism is that it's too short. Yeah. Like I'll get the notification and then by the time I get it and see it and go to watch you, you're already done because you only had an hour. And I know you can't really control that because right. you are with child. I am with child. And it's the circumstances of when you have an hour or two here or there. But I wish that you could go for like, you know, five hours and shit so that I should try that sometime. I could still see you even after I I should try that. It's hard though. It's hard to keep your, I don't know how you do it. You streamers. I don't know how you do that shit. Like (laughs) I suck at the video game when I'm giving my full attention to it. Like if I also had to look at chat and like say (laughs) stuff that's entertaining, I don't, I couldn't, couldn't do it. It's been fun actually. I think I got out of the funk of losing my dog and I'm starting to feel like a person again. That's good. So my brain has healed itself and now it needs more dog, but that's, that's next year's issue. We'll worry about it next year. Well, We're we're taking a long trip, so. Before we learn about Thanksgiving, you want to get ripped from the headlines? Let's get ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. All right, let's do it. Let's get all ripped from those headlines. What do you got? Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll, it'll, or maybe you should go last because it'll soften the blow of what I'm going mean, to start with. We got, it's n- nothing's good this week. <laughs> well, I nobody, mean, nobody died in yours at least. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, let me, uh, so this Thanksgiving was unfortunately quite deadly. That's not even to speak of the shooting that happened between UNM and, and UNM, uh, student in an NMSU. Well, since you brought it up, we got to speak about it. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's part of a larger issue. But so yeah. I guess what had happened was what had happened at was. the I guess at the football game, uh, and New Mexico State basketball player was involved in some sort of fight altercation uh, between UNM students and NMSU students. Yeah. New Mexico and New Mexico State, big 
when I want to say big rivalry, big around here. I mean, nationwide, no one gives a shit. Who's going to win between the agriculturalists and the wolves? <laughs> who's going to win between the worst team in the country and the second <laughs> like worst team, team in the country? <laughs> Not in basketball. They're usually both a little higher than that. But yeah. in football, anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> so they got in a fight at the football game over school pride or whatever. Or whatever. And then this last week, they were scheduled to play basketball. So this New Mexico State basketball player was in Albuquerque. And somehow or another, they lured him to the campus and tried to jump him. So he <laughs> shot them and killed them. Yeah. Kill, or killed a guy, yeah. not but whatever. He, a shooting happened. Yeah, he brought his gun, I guess, <laughs> with him to play basketball. <laughs> and I mean, I guess he needed it. Cause, to hang out in Albuquerque, as you do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I guess he needed it because they tried to jump him and he shot him. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he's in the right. I don't know the details of this <laughs> shit, but... Wild shit. Wild can, shit. So, uh, and so they canceled the big the uh, Rio Grande yeah. rivalry. They yeah. usually play two basketball games, one at each venue, and they're canceled this that was year. It. That was done. We can't have nice things around these parts. So, Damn it. Uh, well, to go on that, uh, three mass shootings during the Thanksgiving holiday. Fuck, man. Uh, one at a Virginia Walmart and uh, one at a, at a gay club. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Colorado Springs. Yep. And then uh, apparently one in Memphis, Tennessee. I don't even. Oh, I wait, can't. Is that the right one? I, it's so like no, fucked I'm, up. I'm, I'm sorry. The University of Virginia. My bad. Oh, that's right. And that was another sports thing, yeah. right? It yeah. was. I don't know if the guy was a football player that shot the other players, but something happened with their football team where people got shot. Yeah. Fuck, um, man. It's all too much. I can't even tell you the details because I can't even keep up with what, you know. The Colorado yeah. Spring, Springs one hits a little closer because it's not far from us. And right. Like, uh, yeah. you know, they interviewed the guy who definitely gives off a, uh, a New Mexico vibe. <laughs> the da- you're talking about the dad? Yeah, the guy who tackled the, the shooter and then oh, that was guy. able to grab his gun and start beating. No, that, that. Did you see the interview with the yes colorado spring shooters dad yeah what the fuck dude i thought you meant he gave off a new mexico vibe Uh, on account of the meth no (laughs) i thought that's what you were getting at these they're not from here that's don't he's in california but long story short the guy and fuck him i don't know his name doesn't matter all day the guy that shot up the gay club um his dad was interviewed and i guess barely knew about what had happened he knew that his son did something bad at a gay club and his immediate quote to the media, whoever was interviewing him was, he's not gay though. When I heard it happened, I said, is he gay? Oh, he's not gay. Okay. Like that was close. Thank God. Like what the fuck, bro? (laughs) So I looked into this guy a little bit more, did a little Googling. And uh, so he's a porn star. (laughs) He's in like some porn movies and he, uh, appeared on uh, like divorce court or something. One of those shows where he's getting divorced. I don't know if the chick he's getting divorced from is the mother of the shooter. I'm not sure about that, but they went and she said he's a meth addict and manipulates her and beats her and is a psychopath. And so he was on divorce court and then he was also on something else, but he he tried to be like a reality star guy and he's like a porn guy Uh. And he's like the meth addicts. Uh, we've got Kevin, that. Kevin Sorbo. 
You've got that meth mouth, you know, when you turn 40 and you look like you're 78 with yeah. your mouth. Yeah. We've got that flapping thing. Uh, yeah. Depressing stuff. His, his, his immediate worry when his son was a mass murderer was, oh, he's not gay though, right? He didn't touch a penis, did he? And then weird thing, <laughs> the other weird thing is people are saying that the, the shooter is claiming that he's non-binary. Right. Which... And again, I don't know the details, but it seems to me like it's just some troll shit. I right? think, if anything, like, Ezra Miller Ezra Miller has taught us that non-binary doesn't mean ally, <laughs> especially not in this case. But but I don't. I think it's just like an obfuscation thing, right? They're it just does saying sound like that. a troll. It does sound like a troll by his lawyers. And and it's like a right wing tactic of well, you have to respect him now, because or you know respect them now because they're non-binary. So now you're fucked. Now you have to say guns are good or something like, you know what I mean? It's their like weird trolling gotcha that is like, leaves you scratching your head. How did you get me? You know, you what, uh, just an asshole. I don't, yeah. A cis army guy and a trans uh, woman uh, both beat up our non-binary friend. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think we're good. This is oh, the world wow. we live in our non-binary mass shooter. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I guess they can make whatever case they want out of that. Uh, well, and then it's like, what, we're going to forgive him. Do they think that's how it works? Like, we like him now because he says he's non like, I don't understand their playbook sometimes. It's, uh, it's just humanizing the indefensible pretty much feels like. I don't know. Doesn't but, feel genuine or from a good, good place. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, uh, guns, guns, guns. Welcome to the United States. Why don't you tell me a good a story about a good guy with a gun? Well, I want to hear a story about a good guy with a gun. Sadly, this is the the most <laughs> levity we can bring to this. It's still pretty shitty, but like. Uh, this is from CBS, Clinton, Indiana. A high school student in Indiana was shot in class Thursday when a police officer's gun accidentally fired during a drill. A 19-year-old veteran, or sorry, not 19 years old, 19-year veteran uh, sheriff's deputy Tim Dispenet was teaching a law enforcement class. What the fuck is that? Yeah, what is that? Snitch. A law enforcement class? Snitches. What the fuck is that in high school? That sounds like some Hitler youth shit. Anyway, (laughs) we didn't have law enforcement class in my school. Yeah. Sounds sketch. Anyway, uh, he's teaching the class. During his class, his gun went off and a student was struck. So he fucking shot a student. (laughs) was rushed to the hospital. Super not funny, but Uh, holy shit. Non-life-threatening. So it's not like... You know, we can laugh a little, I guess. He's nobody, been nobody died, and of course, as per protocol, Dispanet has been placed on administrative leave, hmm. which, Va- paid vacation. Yeah. I wish I could fuck up and shoot somebody and get paid vacation. Right. If I shoot somebody, I just go right to jail. Yeah, usually, right? Unless I put, don't don't press charges. But even then, I could still be in violation of many of the gun laws in this country. Well, if you come to my law enforcement class that I hold by the gas station by the freeway <laughs> every day at four o'clock. I promise you won't get shot. <laughs> you won't we, get we shot. We do it pro in my <laughs> my rogue law enforcement class that I teach by the freeway, <laughs> by the gas station. Yikes. Wow. Well, <laughs> there you go. That's, uh, I'm thankful to have the Second Amendment. That's uh, the lesson yeah. there, I guess. I don't know. Really. I don't know. Well, what can we get from that? Welp. Yeah. Shall we talk about some uh, history Ooh. of... Let's talk about how we got to this point. (laughs) How did we get here?
Turns out the pilgrims <laughs> liked guns too. Let's talk about it. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. I know it's over, but what can we do? We're trying. Fuck. This is, this is, yeah. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. Well, it was just fun because I uh, had a clip up for Turkey Day. Uh, I do that that there streaming. Mm, yes. And so uh, I have a someone who watches like regularly um, that, you know, they've they come on and have a conversation was just asking me like, you know, what's the, what's the plans. And I thought I had heard something recently where somebody was like, yeah, indigenous people can't celebrate Thanksgiving. Like it was an indigenous person saying that shit, like a native, I think. You know, okay. I was just kind of like, I mean, yeah, but also it's just a great excuse to get, I mean, we can't change what happened. We can only tell right. people what happened. Yeah, and on the, you know, like the surface of it, just uh, thinking about what you were thankful for is fine. It's innocuous, right? I would, I would think so. I mean, I guess it's weird if that's tied to this whole genocide denial celebration. But So in my comment, I was like, you know, I said, uh, yeah, man, Native people like to hang out at home and or hang out with their family and eat food, too. It's not like... Uh, culturally exclusive to anybody <laughs> they do it kind of a lot actually in my experience <laughs> feast days all over the yeah. place um you can't turn your back without running into a feast day uh with all these different tribes around yes um but then i was like you know I, is it built on a myth is it built on a sham yeah of course it is Every, I mean, what's what, not what what in this country isn't at this point yeah you, you, know? you just gotta assume something is and be pleasantly surprised if to any degree it's not right <laughs> any sort of historical event yeah it's all it's all sus it's all yeah. under the microscope now. It's all right. being re-looked at and re-evaluated. And Lincoln's canceled. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? I saw I Lincoln know. got like uh, vandalized or something in, uh, in Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. I just know Billy Corgan was upset about it. Oh, he was. Which means it's probably probably for the best that it happened at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's riding a fine line, sitting there claiming Butch Vig stole his sound for Nirvana. <laughs> He's got a lot of weird complaints. <laughs> uh, I think everyone just kind of takes him with a grain of salt. Everybody knows he's the rock and roll Karen. Yeah, it's just anyway. Rock and roll Karen. <laughs> I, I love Smashing Pumpkins for what they were. Look, uh, I got a Smashing Pumpkins tattoo, and I don't regret it. I even like their new shit. Yeah. If you just like pretend it's not like a whole tied fascism enabling tied fucking, to, tied to anything else. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh yeah so i don't know i i just said you know if you want to talk about all the shams that the united states is built on we're gonna have that conversation that's a whole other conversation then am i gonna get together with the family and go eat you know am i gonna go eat way too much two days in a row and be miserable for the third right it's like i you know i, I like christmas to some degree yeah like i understand that it's complete bullshit just consumerism and to erase pagan uh, ritual, yeah, uh, I don't know what the word is—sovereignty or uh, existence or you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? To uh, co-opt, much as we talked about with Halloween, they did that shit with 
Christmas. But Thanksgiving is, I mean, I guess Thanksgiving is too, right? Kind of a harvest thing that they uh, I mean, that's built a, a, the, a time, lie around. The, the timing of it, yeah. But I mean, it's based on the, on they did have a, a harvest. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of uh, a joke here, but I can't, I can't think of a good joke. But Story of our lives, man. Half of the 102 passengers on the Mayflower died during the first winter. That's so, uh, the survivors, uh, were thankful for their first harvest and they celebrated a multi-day feast and, uh, recreational gunfire and do several, um, this was the beginning of America, several Wampanoag to come to their settlement. <clears throat> <laughs> the locals came by and were like, what the fuck are you people Why doing? Why are out you here? shooting into the air? What is going on? We're happy brother. Sorry, I'm sorry to our southern friends. I don't. Why, why do we have to use that voice? Obviously, the pilgrims didn't sound that way. But if I'm to convey a racist dummy, that's the voice I go to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's wrong. Anyway. Also, I can't do however the pilgrims talk, like in the Vivich or whatever. I can't yeah. do that fucking. This is an interesting thing. Other Europeans had already celebrated such occasions in the quote-unquote New World. Spanish documents refer to a Thanksgiving mass celebrated shortly after conquistadors landed at St. Augustine, Florida in 1565. And it's possible that Spanish colonialists did the same in Texas even earlier. Before the Spanish massacred them, French Huguenots in Florida probably observed a Thanksgiving as well. So this was, they weren't even original. No, this was this not is some ex- bullshit. exclusive to the, to the pilgrims. Pilgrims are like Led Zeppelin. Which the I other people already did the colonial thing. And they I just guess they called them pilgrims because they were on a religious pilgrimage. Right. They, so these people were like crazy uh, religious types, right? They like were, no one wanted them around. They were separatists. and They didn't want women showing their ankles or whatever. Fundamentalists. They had tried to, I believe they had tried to ban, or they were part of a group that had tried to ban dancing in England, which is why they got kicked out. And then they had to go to Denmark, or not Denmark, um, Amsterdam. And the Dutch treated them as second-class citizens because they weren't Dutch, and they, you know, weren't part of the culture, didn't have a handle on the language all the way. And uh, so then they tried to go back to England, and at that point, England was like, "No, we're actually putting people in jail and probably, possibly executing them at this point." So England was the bad guy, also. Well, <clears throat> like these people weren't really cool, but like they were fleeing from people who were treating them shitty, even though they weren't every it's weird. Sometimes the religious, uh, um, like the religious, uh, uh, backlash, um, is exactly the same thing that was wrong with the religion in the first place. You know, like they're sitting there trying to like execute people over, like they're probably outside of like letting them, I'm not sure what happened. I'm sure there was wars. I'm sure there was fighting. I'm sure there was a lot of people dead. Because <laughs> that's kind of how it went in uh, in Ireland, Northern Ireland. You mean before they left to come here? Yeah, they were. Yeah, so I don't I don't know how bad it went one way or the other. That religious uh, fundamentalists had executed and killed a bunch of people, and so then the backlash was, no, we're going to go ahead and just kill you and outlaw it outright and ban it. You know. So I, I I don't know I don't I don't know all that history very well but clearly by that point they were not welcome they didn't feel welcome in uh, Holland uh, they didn't 
uh, weren't doing very well. They didn't feel like they were going to thrive or their kids were going to thrive either, I think was kind of the issue, and and that they would always be treated as second-class citizens since they weren't Dutch. Yeah. Um, but were they walking around being like, all you Dutch people need to get with fucking Protestantism right now, do things our way? They probably didn't because they knew they had to, like, get by. They right. probably weren't they pro- prosel- no proselytizing. Yeah, and they probably didn't have much power, so they probably just kept it as their group. But that was probably also the issue is that they couldn't grow their great ideas of how to live because uh, is that part of their thing like they're supposed to uh, proselytize i don't know i don't i don't know if that's part of their thing but i, I know that fanaticism usually breeds that kind of thing usually. which is which is why the amish are so everybody's cool with the amish and probably the quakers too because they just wouldn't go around trying to rub your face in it all the time they keep to themselves yeah yeah in fact they almost don't seem to have any interest to get involved with the larger world you know yeah. Um, I mean, they have their own problems too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's no utopia <laughs> raising barns and <laughs> yeah. turning butter, turning butter. Um, so yeah, so that was part of the reason there was also quite a bit of England trying to incorporate America, America, the Northern American continent. Yeah. Uh, so they were trying to sell, the new world. sell pieces off and, uh, if you could develop, then they would fund you, you know, kind of thing. It's so wild just, like, to try to wrap your brain around, like, well, we just got to this place, and we have decided that we now own it and are going to sell it to other people. Like, you just decide that? It's like squatter's rights? Yeah. And the I people that are there are like, what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know how, how they surveyed that or like who, do they have a surveyor? Do they have a guy that goes out there and he makes that happen? Right. Know? This was, there was no uh, official. I mean, I guess they're doing it under English law or whatever, but like. Finders keepers. It's not like they had cell phones. <laughs> not like they had an app that was like sending the data straight back to England. Had to go on a ship, took months. So. There was a lot of uh, fudge in the numbers, I bet. Those were some of the, I mean, outside of like Viking uh, seafarers and stuff like that, the, 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 those were the people that were heading out there were English sales, sailors. And so at some point they had already made contact with the uh, indigenous people. We were talking about like through Greenland and Newfoundland, Nuf- Nuf- Newfoundland, 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 Newfoundland. I don't know, man. The that's... land that's been newly found. <laughs> Newfoundland. Um, and... Uh, so by that point they had made contact and which means they had also exchanged disease. And so disease started finding its way running from that Northern tip, you know, where Maine goes into Canada and just like hot running all the way down, probably through, uh, uh, I don't know, into Massachusetts possibly like it, it, it ravaged like tens of thousands of people. Yeah. I shouldn't, Uh, I guess, make jokes about it. I'm sorry. I was just trying to... The tip. Only yeah. the tip. I mean, you said there the tip was going into Canada, <laughs> that it was running down. What was I supposed to do with that? You can't just give me meat and... Making me look like an asshole here. <laughs> can't just give me meat and not expect a dog to eat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, well, no, it's just wild because um, then, you know, from accounts, it sounded like that... Uh, whole villages just had b- 
bones, which means like you don't have time to bury your dead. That's how bad the disease is. Like it's just, you know, we were freaking out two years ago about them using uh, trucks for morgue uh, storage, like body storage. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't have enough space for how many people were dying during COVID, even though it's a lie and a fake. Um, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh, in these places where the disease was ravaging through the indigenous population, uh, they didn't have time to bury their dead. They were either leaving or they had to leave behind people to die, you know, or they were just dropping so quickly. So the survivors had to move as quickly as they could. And, uh, and so this is... And this was because they brought... They, or they got uh, uh, germs that hadn't been introduced. So yeah. roughly 70% of diseases that we deal with nowadays are what are known as zoological. So they make the jump from animals to people usually. Gross. And because of domestication in Europe... That's where a lot of their diseases came from. Like bubonic plague is not uh, not not one of those, but smallpox is. And so, uh, when they started having smallpox outbreaks, um, I believe it was a woman who found out that if you took some of it from the cow, like a, that's why it's called vaccination, the disease, then you put it on the skin of a person it would have a boil and then be gone and then you could survive smallpox they used to cut open your shoulder meat and just stuff some fucking pox in there yeah some dirty cow blood and just stuff it in the wound (laughs) a pox on your house isn't that crazy that's just how it was just like ultra fucking uh but again that came out of a necessity because of pastoralism and animal domestication whereas like could you figure that out it's wild <laughs> i have no idea it must have happened by accident cut your hand and like, get cow blood on h- it how sure was she like the first time all right we're gonna try this <laughs> i think it'll work like, i mean maybe at that point you're just throwing whatever you can and trying to stick it at the wall you know whatever yeah. sticks at the wall maybe it was how most of these episodes start just a happy accident stumble upon accidentally light the <laughs> robot kind of thing you know? yeah maybe it was maybe if we have something from the diseased cow it'll, it'll work so we're drinking all the milk and you know doing whatever i don't know i don't have a clue i could see where the QAnon types would get uh you're supposed to drink your own pee based <laughs> i mean that kind of tracks if you don't have any idea what the fuck right Oh, so you get all the diseases that your body got rid of, so that way you have a weakened version of them to vaccinate you against all the diseases you would probably get if your body didn't push them out of you. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's except that then they deny the facts. I don't know. (laughs) So a lot to unpack there, but I I think it's relevant. I feel like the Q people and the when I hear about the pilgrims, I think of like an old timey version of storming the Capitol on January 6th kind of folks. That's the, that's that mentality. <laughs> Is that because of the tea party people with their tri-corner hats? <laughs> Maybe that might have something to do with it, but that's a different, we're talking buckle hats. Um, yeah, no, they did shoes. seem, they did seem fanatical and they did, they were the same people that later on became, you know, the witch trial people. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong, but somebody can send me an accuracy check on that one. But uh, or don't <laughs> fuck off if you want to do that instead. <laughs> you can leave Feel a, free. Either way, you can leave a comment. <laughs> comment, like, subscribe. 
Yeah. <laughs> or or fuck off. It's, it's a free world. It's a free world, apparently. Um, I don't know when that started happening. Dude, that stuff is so good. It's like... Yeah, we're drinking some sort of... Uh, at first, I'll admit, I didn't like it. It just felt like somebody poured some liquid smoke in a glass of whiskey. Yeah. But it's better than that. It's. Uh, this is much different than the next one we're pouring here. Oh, this is a new thing? Yeah. This is a new a new fin drink. New fin fin new fin drink. New fin drink. New fin drink in New Amsterdam. Uh, for me. Yeah. Um. Oh, excuse me. Sipping drinks in our post Thanksgiving haze. That's right. You gotta do something to digest, dude. I've had heartburn for four days, or yeah. however many days it's uh, been. Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. I, I might die. This drink, I like. If I fall asleep this afternoon, like this drink could kill me. <laughs> and now it's on the record. It'll have been your fault. God damn it! It'd be dark if that happened after I said that. How are they gonna know? Oh my! Oh my! Uh, the pilgrims came to the new world for religious freedom. This myth is partly true, but needs qualification and contextualization. See, this is what I'm wondering. Was it that they were the worst and everyone rightly was like, get the fuck out of here with this shit? <laughs> or were they persecuted unfairly? Right. That's my question. Does this answer it? I'm not sure. The majority of free adult <laughs> passengers on the Mayflower were separatists. Puritans uh, had concluded that the Church of England was ir- irredeemably corrupt. And the Church of England was created by Henry VIII. It's probably true. Because Henry VIII wanted to, you know, be able to uh, fucking chuck or uh, bang and... I mean, what's the point gang, of being gang, king otherwise, right? Gangling. Uh, he wanted to divorce. Separatists uh, cherished what they termed Christian liberty or the liberty of the gospel for them. This meant the freedom and indeed obligation to form churches according to their particular understanding of the Bible and included the liberty to elect their own officers and exercise congregational discipline so they were separatists does make a a good uh, understanding because they didn't want to be held underneath any governmental system it seems like i'm fine with that at least on the surface as far as the crown and bishops were concerned such congregations were illegal um and a number of separatists were executed in the 1580s and 1590s. Yeah, I'd leave too. When the future leader of Plymouth Colony, Plymouth Colony, William Brewster faced persecution in the first decade of the 17th century, they fled England for the Dutch Republic, which offered them a substantial amount of religious freedom. Uh, Many of the future Mayflower passengers belonged to a separatist congregation in Leiden, pastored by John Robinson, as long as they remained discreet, English separatists in the Netherlands largely could exercise their Christian liberty. Why didn't they leave? Well, um, for starters, their liberty was tenuous. A 12-year-old, a 12-year truce between the Dutch Republic and Spain was about to expire, and the Dutch government had just cracked down on alleged heresy within its reformed Calvinist church. All these like different sects. And it's so they're like so minuscule. Well, like the difference Rome, is like so Rome brings Catholicism, you know, or whatever uh, idea of religion that it brought with it, and then it all splintered off after I mean I understand the basic crumbled. distinction of of uh, Protestant versus Catholic. Like Protestants don't want all the fancy shit with the saints and the idols and the which I get, <laughs> right? They wanna they wanna be more just mainline that God shit and get all this pomp out of it 
We are the popes. But then within that, all the little disagreements, I don't fucking get it, bro. Just chill. (laughs) Just chill, man. Uh, The English separatists uh, in Leiden, which is the Dutch Republic, hoped that if they prospered on the other side of the Atlantic, more English Puritans would choose to embrace their religious principles. In uh, Plymouth Colony, pilgrim-style Christian liberty did not mean religious toleration. They were not tolerant. Uh, There were also non-separatists on the Mayflower, but the separatist majority did not grant them uh, or later arrivals to Plymouth the right to form their own congregations. It's Um, interesting trying to figure out. I mean, it seems like everyone, every, uh, every group in this conflict is probably the bad guy. Like all the churches probably sucked probably a bunch of assholes. But it's interesting, like, trying to figure out, it's like, were the pilgrims abused or were they just fuckwads that everyone was like, get out of here with your fucking weird shit. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, uh, as most fundamentalists seem to show themselves, uh, they're not always sending their best and brightest. (laughs) Yeah. Like should have built a wall. <laughs> should have built a wall. There was. The Dutch did. <laughs> they tried to keep the English and the natives out. <laughs> like, nice land. We're going to build a wall around it. Um, so they get here, and they find, uh, you know, mass death. I mean, obviously, one, they're not familiar with the land. They're not familiar with... Uh, mass death for themselves? N- well... Over the course of a year, but mass death of already the, there. The, yeah, the natives that were there that had perished from disease and had uh, had their own exodus of leaving those areas. This the disease was because of prior contact that we talked about with the other with the probably the fishermen or whoever whoever yeah, came before whoever was fucking fake ass pilgrims claiming they were first. <laughs> they weren't even the first white folks or whatever to come. Right, it's nonsense. Well, the Spanish aren't white, you know. Okay, well. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't, I, I, that's then not my rule. Then they're khaki supremacists. How about that? Those that... <laughs> damn khaki supremacists. <laughs> Which is weird because, like, Spain, like, Portugal is right on the edge of Spain, and they were largely. <laughs> I'm saying if they're not white, they're off white. Come yeah, on. Yeah, no, I get it. It's wonderful. I'm just amazed. <laughs> I'm just amazed at, like,. How badly history is understood or remembered. Uh, so they get there. I worry about that. And they're already, you know, kind of religious fundamentalists. Yeah. And so they show up and there's all this death and the prior people have been pushed out. So uh, clearly this land has been cleared for us, you know. Manifest destiny. God yeah. gave it to us. God gave it to us. We're and, so uh, fucking dope that God was like, fuck these people that have been here. I'm going to just kill them off so you can have it. And it, it's so funny looking at it. Your from beliefs the, are right. The bigger lens because like, uh, you know, you, you will support you. The The government of England will support you if you go start new, new colonies in other places. Other places we've surveyed and Decided we can sell off <laughs> or give away. A bizarre concept. Uh, I'm sure they got their cut too. I like mean, not like, to sound like a 14 year old on mushrooms, but owning land, it's fucking weird, right? <laughs> that's you what think the, about it. That's what the natives thought too. Yeah, like, they, that's what they told the Dutch. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, you guys can like hang out and fish here too, or whatever is their fishing spot. It's like how people can't conceive that of like 
It's like if we don't have like the current capitalist system, the only alternative is either totalitarian Stalinism (laughs) or complete anarchy, no rules, murder in the streets. There's this like endless tribalism as if we couldn't like have like split off and have houses with our own space while not having rent and shit. Like as if we couldn't wrap our brains around doing that logistically or or that somehow money needs to keep moving in order for it to like be important. Like you can't just be like, Hey, 200 bucks, I'm going to own this shit and I'll put some pipes in and shit. And if the city needs me to pay some money in, you know, or whoever like that, you know, like, why does it, it's it's just banks banks have to like yeah. justify their existence at this point and it all started and fucking all. plymouth rock yeah, fucking <laughs> nonsense uh yeah so like you look back at it and it's just like this is another one of those deals just a corporate exchange just a money-making scheme that the guys who invented who went who were like went from feudalism which was tying you to the land to capitalism which ties you to money were like this is our rules. This is the rules and how they go. Yeah. Um, so some in- interesting things to note after the after those f- folks landed. Um, some quick, easily facts. Uh, they pumped in uh, over the course of I don't I don't know what the exact window of time this is. Uh, they, they showed up there at, in uh, sixteen. Sorry, I have it right here. <laughs> It's, it's it's 1665 isn't it 1620 uh, september of 1620 they they shuttle in uh they pumped in 8000 people over that amount of time over how much time i'm not sure how much time but like from 1620 on okay. 8000 people would eventually arrive and only about 1000 of them would uh survive so in the early years or months or however, yeah. probably years, right? It seems like a lot of people to be bringing on wooden boats. But what do I know? So while the Jamestown colony was settled in 1607, uh, they got the recognition for their for founding the United States in 1620. What? The United States? I thought that happened in like 1776, bro. <laughs> the band of uh, 100 people who first arrived overshadowed the uh, story of 10 million in slave trade jesus <laughs> 10 million slaves yeah that or does that include the people trading or that's just that's part of the numbers of people that have been pulled over from africa jesus. to this continent so many people. probably through the caribbean too uh well and that's part of like what has happened to the underdevelopment of Africa as they literally lost manpower in order to develop as right. uh, further along than they could have. Um, not that they're underdeveloped. Go to Rwanda. They've got a better medical system than the United States. <laughs> uh, this land of... Um, or wait. Uh, yeah, so those are some maybe not so fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> so it was this they were dying because of disease i guess was uh they were dying of starvation cold, starvation yeah disease diseases that they probably weren't used to um they had probably brought some stuff with them too with like the rats on the ships and, and things like that uh those were all factors uh they had also uh, joined up with a band of natives. Uh, this was always the problem. This is going to be the problem with natives until our end. I'm telling you right now. 
always always uh bringing in some outsiders into some family shit you know like yeah here they are like warring against other tribes or like fighting against other tribes and really just over like resource area you know hunting grounds things you like that the spot that hits hardest i want that spot yeah and uh so they would join up with the uh, english or whoever whatever european group that had you know better technology better tech and then you know either get massacred later on or <laughs> unholy alliances <laughs> yeah yeah uh, those deal, white dudes are gonna stab you in the back deal with the white devil yeah. <laughs> but uh but that kind of is literally how they survived if they didn't have that support from that tribe um they would not have made it and it had actually stopped them um, them from getting massacred because of that because one guy had the in track on it and he he snitched out the tribe that was going to kill him off uh, after that first winter because their, their numbers their numbers had dwindled by half at that point. Um, Why were they going to attack him? Uh, because they were inculcators. They weren't supposed to be there, you know. And uh, yeah. as we've as we've heard, them firing off guns into the, yeah. <laughs> into the air. just acting like fucking assholes. <laughs> Who invited you? <laughs> You know, I was just thinking about it um, while I was kind of listening to you talk and thinking about what I was going to say next. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. A few minutes ago, I was thinking about uh, what they told me in school. And uh, I don't remember ever really hearing the reason they came to North America, the pilgrims. It's it was like, always religious freedom from what I remember. But that's it. Like, it's just vague. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then that, like, re- quote-unquote religious freedom, like, ties just perfectly right in with the United States, freedom of religion. Like, it's, yeah. It's a myth. Right. It's a myth. Well, it's sort of. I mean, they were trying to get, but they sucked also. You're not wrong, Walt. You're just an asshole kind of kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's review the story as I dimly remember from my childhood years that they told us right at albuquerque public elementary school (laughs) uh yeah vague uh four reasons these white folks came and they're having a real rough go of it yeah and so these real nice native folks came and helped them out and everybody got along great and then they made a holiday to celebrate it that was it that was the story that was it so that's what they told us every year. Is that, that then that's that's not what happened. Or? <laughs> so apparently, um, since 1863, Thanksgiving has been observed annually in the United States. Uh, the holiday superseded Evacuation Day, a de facto national holiday that had been held on November 25th each year prior to the Civil War and commemorated the British withdrawal from the United States after the American Revolution. Interesting. So it has those kind of ties. And then it says that in 1789, uh, G.W. himself, Mr. Washington, became the first president to proclaim a Thanksgiving holiday uh, when, at the request of Congress, he proclaimed... Wasn't he the first president to do anything? November 26th, a Thursday, is the day of national Thanksgiving for the U.S. Constitution. So there's weird tie-ins to like this like idea. But yeah, uh, I think what I had heard was that it kind of became a a national holiday uh during the civil war um 
possibly to kind of uh, help shore up the country a little bit. Bring, uh, unite. Reunite it. To unite the... Uh, Didn't you say something about the British in yeah, Canada? Yeah, I, w- I was reading about... Uh, I don't fucking coming into this half cocked, you know, and I didn't even use that. Cor- I did are, use it correctly, but that's not how I meant it. Anyway, these are all leftovers. Remember, <laughs> this is Thanksgiving leftovers. Uh, yeah, I had read that it was to celebrate uh, the Battle of Manitoba. I think like beating the British in the Battle of Manitoba was like the first Thanksgiving. Uh, Manitoba, huh? Yeah. I guess they were just giving thanks for the victory. I don't think it had anything to do with turkeys and pilgrims. Did you know that the turkey was almost the national bird instead of the eagle? Yeah, uh, Ben Franklin wanted it. Seems like a better, seems like more accurate choice, right? I what is an eagle? An eagle just flies around. I mean, an eagle's badass. It looks majestic like, as fuck, bro. A turkey's more like <laughs> about the the uh, way that we got things running in here. Yeah, or the idea of plenty, right? Yeah. Big fat bird, yeah, big true. fatty, like... How'd you like our turkey? Tasty. It made you have some turkey. We Moist. Dry, we dry brined it this year, so you get a bunch of herbs. Delicious. Herbs, herbs and spices with salt, and you just coat that thing, and then you just let it sit. Mm. Yeah. Sit, sit naked out in the open, and then you cook it low and slow, and then yeah. blast it with heat at the end to get it nice and crispy on the yeah, outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't... Oh, and on, then on top of that, it's making my tongue hard. No, so then you put it on a bed of 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 uh, lay it down on of the bed. Fresh herbs, mm, herbs. Yeah, goddamn herbs. You throw like some onions and garlic in it. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. came out amazing. You put the lime in the coconut. Yeah, drink them both up. <laughs> Shake them. So we do in my my family on Thanksgiving. No, you put the the stuffing or dressing as my grandma called it you stick that in the bird's ass or you cook it in a separate casserole dish this this year we did it outside of the bird because i like it that way it tends to dry up your bird because the stuff is dry unless you put it in there pretty wet and i think also conversely the stuffing gets too wet in the bird i like it more. it does get very wet it almost gets soupy to some degree i feel like if you did it in the bird you'd want to pull it out and then put it in a casserole dish to get the nice the crunchy yeah 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 you can if you have a nice dry bird like a not not fully un fully melted you know (laughs) or a fresh bird you might be able to get away with doing the stuffing like that i mean what you should do is throw the dry stuff on the but see again it'll just sap the moisture out of your bird so then you end up with dry white meat like you know and this was the first year i've done this like that like usually what we do is we get the bag you know, you do the whole butter mm-hmm. and herb under the skin stuff, and then... The bag keeps all the moisture the in. The bag keeps the moisture in. It still gets crunchy. You can still kind of sear it at the... You know, get it nice and crispy at the end, cut the bag, and let it do its thing with both the stuffing and the bird. You ever smoke a whole turkey? No, but we did have smoked turkey because this is my third Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> today. Uh, <laughs> and um, I'm telling you, we're committing to this. We got itis. Basically, a week of of uh, Thanksgiving. It's just a whole. It's become I, a, a week now. I don't. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I I seriously might die of heartburn today. <laughs> You're I'm probably gonna eat pie when I get home. Stomach will just separate from your esophagus, and just that feels. Be it. Yeah, I might. I might be dying. I might be dead already. 
when this uh, hits shelves, when this uh, when this podcast hits shelves at your local Barnes and Noble. So I guess so. Turkeys were uh, were around, right? Turkeys were, were around. They they were eating turkey. Is that part at least accurate? Were the pilgrims eating turkey? Uh, I'm I'm not. I don't remember actually what the foods were that they were eating, but they they did have. They were probably harvesting from ways that they had learned, which is why we eat the foods that we do. The there was, uh, you know, squash has been left out for some reason of the traditional foods, but it was probably like uh, corn and squash, probably some kind of legume. Legume. I love bean. some some corn and squash and beans. Uh, Cook that up with some garlic. Eat it with the tortilla. Fucking delicious. Because that was an idea that had kind of traveled pretty well across the continent. You had three different things happening, which were not completely depleting the soil. You know, we had three different uh, plants, one of them replenishing for the other two or something like that. So it's pretty big. It's a pretty big thing in native country, like historically and um, even upon itself, mythically. What freaks me out is how little I understand about agriculture when I try to think about how the <laughs> shit works. You know, I'm like, well, do they keep replanting it? I know it's different for different plants and shit. Yeah. But I'm like, how do we get a steady supply of all this stuff all the time? It's fucking remarkable. Like, well, they have, well, yeah. Just that they've figured out how to do it and. Kind of. Uh, when the Dust Bowl hit during the Depression, that was, you know, stripping the land to the point where it didn't have anything left in it. And part of that was that when they killed off a bunch of the buffalo, like the whole reason that the plains existed was because the buffalo would just, in the millions, walk through there eating, moving seed, pooping, you know, fertilizing it. And so once you killed off, you know, 90% of them... (laughs) or more like they almost went extinct that picture where it's a mountain of skulls you seen that one so fucking just crazy two dudes standing all proud next to it grinding up the bones to use for fertilizer um i mean at least you're using them but but i mean they (laughs) lost their their actual source so then they go in farming it and they don't understand the good farming practices and strip the land and then a dust bowl happens and we're still kind of doing that except now we're trying to mitigate the issue by using fossil fuels to create uh, fertilizers. I mean, I, I guess what I don't under, like. So the Dust Bowl thing seems pretty similar to what the Pilgrims did, right? So, in that they just showed up and didn't know what the fuck they were doing and were in over their heads. Is that <laughs> accurate? Is yeah, that what? yeah, yeah. They had to get some help. They had to phone a friend. So, were these people just dumb fucks? Like, did other people in England know how to do shit? Or was it that they were leaving society and going to the frontier where there wasn't what they were used to as far as established shit? Um, Is it like that book I read where the hippies from California tried to go to a commune in Alaska and fucking died because they weren't prepared to deal with the winter? Is it like that? uh, I think when it comes to specifically the pilgrims, there was a lot of religious fervor that it's always that promised land is over the next horizon kind of thing. And so I think that's what they were thinking, that they would arrive to a land full of plenty for them to be able to do as they liked and live. And and if they lived by the gospel, God would provide for them. And so they had to take what they could in this American Gothic tale of like, you know, bones and abandoned villages and 
And, we don't and, have to know what we're doing. God's going to hook yeah, us up. Absolutely. And which is why half of them died in, in one, in one year. And, I feel uh, that bad about that. It seems like <laughs> leopards ate your face, right? Like, I don't know how to, uh, and, and I think that kind of was something that was instilled in, in European exploration. I mean, I hate to like lump a whole continent together, but there is that kind of vibe of like, um, that rolled all the way into it's it's weird that like Te- Theodore Roosevelt is part of that but also part of preserving like of preservation Yellowstone wouldn't exist without right. uh, uh, Theodore Roosevelt uh, well not it it wasn't just him it was that proclamation but what had happened <laughs> what had happened was uh, and and oddly enough um, I hate to promote this at all. But like Kevin Costner, who's in the TV show Yellowstone. I've heard tell of this. Is doing a documentary about the men who, uh, quote unquote, discovered Yellowstone and helped establish it. That's fucking establish it. A documentary about what the show he's in is based on. Yeah. And it's weird because Fox is helping with the documentary. But the interest Does Fox do the show? I, I don't know. They don't do the show. Weird. It's CBS or something. You would think it would be like, you know, like Talking Dead where it's on right after or it or AMC. whatever. Um, anyway. Well, no, because his interest is that these guys went to go and figure out what money could be made off the land. And after experiencing it, they decided that it should be preserved. Um, and that's kind of the angle that he's coming at it from. Seems like the right call. That's a great, that's a great angle. Yeah. And, and so where did this, um, need to tame the land, the people, the animals, uh, kind of started to cross over a little bit into preservation, uh, during, during that late 19th century, early 20th century, Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, the need to preserve some things and not just to open out, not everything can be stripped for money. Um, because you, you can see the things that, some of them were for money. Some of them were ball swinging, you know, some dick swinging, which was, you know, the, uh, uh, uh Mount Rushmore. That's just, so fucking wild that they did that. <laughs> it's just the biggest fuck you. Oh, this mountain's sacred to you. Let's just fucking. And that's, and that's just <laughs> on the native end. Like, we're, like we, we, we brought up earlier how like whole either towns, you know, established by former slaves, uh, the black American population were, you know, driven out and then they just flooded the whole area to make rivers and dams and stuff like that. Just to completely erase them from the history books. So, so there wasn't going back to Thanksgiving. There wasn't like a, a feast, like we're told that's gotta be based on something. I mean, there right? were, well, there were days of feasting that the, that, that they did, practice and i'm sure other europeans apparently sounded like they practiced as well but yeah so the first so that after that first year when they were able to i don't i wish i could remember what the tribe was that they hooked up with that helped them get through that first year and through harvest and stuff like that was it like the the locals the natives were already doing like a harvest thing like at the beginning of winter no they had to help them make it happen because they were gonna die if okay. they didn't so it was more than just they shared shit they, they also were like here's how you fucking don't die by 
yeah they arrived shit and like they arrived that september so you're thinking like it's already it's cold a bad time growing, to show growing, up yeah growing you can't season. build any infrastructure no. yeah. so they had to figure out some way to trade they had to figure out uh, and somebody had to take them in and keep yeah. them from dying you got to get there in like march I, so you can i think there were possible supply lines from england but they were slow they didn't right. respond quick enough you know they like, didn't have jeff bezos money and i, and I think they <laughs> jeff had bezos planes you know jamestown was already established so they had to help you know with with their they had a little bit of support i think through that network but jamestown was also being attacked constantly in fact i think there was like a, a massacre that happened there uh you know quote unquote uh <laughs> no i mean it's a, it's a massacre anytime you just go into somebody's house and just fucking kill them all like it's probably you know I, I don't care if they're supposed to be there or not that that just seems unfortunate <laughs> in the in the larger picture of human existence you know like maybe massacring isn't isn't always the answer so you're saying charles manson was wrong no i'm saying uh, in one <laughs> no. instance he was right <laughs> i would never question him he died huh he died daddy died <laughs> Did he? He died. I don't know. Is he still alive? I, I think. I, feel like I should know that. I don't know. I, didn't, I don't remember him dying, but. I think he did. I think he died a couple of years a ago. A lot of people died in the last several years, so it's been hard to keep up anymore. Yeah. It's been a long. It's been a. This is the third season of 2020 has been long. I just. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested in why the myth is the way it is. Well. I think it goes back to this reimagining of the United States that kind of happened in the kind of in the I think it I, th- I honestly think it kind of had to do with mass media. Once we could start printing and start printing big yeah. and and become kind of a a real uh, and the leisure class being established like in the late uh 19th century to the in into the early 20th into the raging 20s, you know, the uh, or the riotous roarious uproarious 20s uh the roaring 20s gave us this short time period but like a very uh a a time period that established a lot of things about how the united states was going to look at itself going forward and what it was going to be for the future there was this idea that the you know the ability to manipulate the past can give you the future that you're trying to find i don't think they did that consciously i think that was more of just like a reaction and i think coming out of the the first two centuries from the 1600s on kind of gave uh european americans this sense of relief you know that like okay now we're not fighting each other first we were fighting you know Indians, and then we're fighting, you know, slaves, and then we're fighting over slavery, and now we're on the other side of this, and maybe now we can uh, kind of re, uh, re, re, I don't want to say recontextualize, but re solidify what this idea of this thing that we want it to be in our vision going forward and create this kind of myth behind it. And so. That's kind I mean, yeah. Is it so? Is it all just in the service of of the American myth of you know all of it, the fucking manifest well, destiny and the work hard and you'll be rewarded shit. Kind of like AmeriCorp, right? Uh, one of right. the th- one of the things that always kind of interests me, uh, John Ford movies. There was one that I can't remember what it's called, but they would have these literal 
like proclam like uh, uh, claim runs. So they'd open up a territory of the United States, and people. This is would, why uh, it's like Oklahoma Sooners, isn't that? Kind of, yeah, because yeah. they got there early, so early. they were sooner. They were, like they showed up they the night sooner. before they were supposed to, or whatever. <laughs> Camp like camping out for the new iPhone. I mean, anyway. but yeah, people would line up in like by the hundreds if not more with like you know single horses horse-drawn carriages caravans you know whatever they had and in morning of they'd shoot That's it fire exciting, a gun man it the footage of it that john ford was able to recreate could you imagine being like doing that <laughs> like this is my entire future of my lineage that i'm rushing <laughs> to get land for like, yeah so, I mean, it became, these things became like massive events, things that we don't even remember or know about, you know, things that yeah. we can't even have a real um, idea of the scale of what it was like. And, and so the, uh, you know, the, all those things kind of come together to help create this idea of, of, uh, of, a, of a place trying to define itself. It's not, you know first you start defining yourself by what you're not you know as a child like it's one thing i've learned right. with kids like i'm not a baby you know i'm whatever i'm not a kid i'm a teenager i'm not a teenager i'm an adult you know yeah. and so you define yourself by what you're not i'm not europe i'm not uh you know this right. old world thing i'm not mexico i'm not the english loving canadians i'm something else and so United States was trying to, uh, in this larger picture, uh, <laughs> through horrible acts, establish itself, uh, come together, uh, end a, 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 a very contentious continent. It's, uh, you're saying it's like the Norman Rockwell of it all, though. As we know it, it's just sort of like congealed into a like. Into this homogenized. The myth of Thanksgiving. Myth of yeah. Thanksgiving among and, all and the other myths of the United States. Not only myth in the sense that it's just a lie, but also in the sense that a myth is a story that serves um, like a people's. Uh, existence in some way and right? a, and, like a, it, and alleviates the need for a reparation right know, that, that, and that's the per that's the purpose it's serving the yeah. ability to be like the ability for so many european descended uh you know citizens of the united states to sit there and say like well my great grandma was a cherokee quarter eighth right, full right, on right. whatever uh, is the way that they can absolve themselves from having to ever feel anything about the genocide that actually happened, with which they have no historical or cultural ties to. And really, it's just a troll. It's even if it's not conscious, it's just kind of the ultimate fuck you. Like, I mean, it it never it never questioned people within the last hundred years why they live around a bunch of places named after people that they don't fucking see or know. Like it, that that part about America, like blows my fucking mind that is weird still yeah like it shouldn't but it fucking does yeah like whenever i i love going to places i don't know in the united states like uh you know uh meeting my partner like we 
you know, she's from the Midwest and going up there and seeing all the fucking native words. And I just, yeah, I everything ask, in Minnesota is everything is I, native. I, I ask, yeah. I ask people, what does it mean? Do they know what it means? Fuck it's no, they don't know called. what it means. Yeah. It's just what right. it's called. Just the place is called. And I've never examined into the own place I live in. Uh, I don't, I think it's in St. Yeah. It's in St. Paul. There's mounds. There's a park. Yeah. And, uh, but up until, I don't know how long ago, like, I want to say like 20 years, maybe less, I don't remember, but relatively recently they, uh, they were like mowing the grass on these mounds and <laughs> maintaining it like a park, Yeah. but it's burial mounds. It's a graveyard, like sacred site. Like there's p- human remains in there and shit. And it's like, you know, you're not supposed to be having picnics on it, but so they finally like put up a thing that says like, be respectful. You're standing in a graveyard, like, and they stopped mowing it. Like they let it grow, just oh, overgrow wow. like it's okay. supposed to be. Yeah. But I mean, it's still weird because you're in a park right next to it. Yeah. But at least it's some sort of. uh, And and that's like the thing that I don't know what makes white America, uh, to use a term, like what makes them so uh, upset about uh, acknowledging any of that? Because like. Because it places blame and their blamelessness is essential to that American myth. They have to be blameless or the house of cards falls. Which is true. But then it makes me wish that they would examine their own roots because like while I'm with somebody who's, you know, descended from people who are not from this continent, my interest in her roots extends as well because I can I can tie quite a few of my loose ends at least from one side of my family easily, you know, I know where I come from, from, you know, that part of my lineage. Some of it's murky, some of it's dark, some of it's fucked up, um, and, and extremely problematic, but like being able to know that stuff and tie yourself, uh, kind of gives you that feeling of like uh oh we've had a water landing in an airline i've got my mask on and i should help other people put their masks on too kind of feeling not that it's that urgent or anything like that but like that it is interesting to know where you come from you know that it is fascinating to delve into the history with which has brought you to this point i mean you don't yeah. just exist in a vacuum for you're better fucking... or worse some shit happened <laughs> yeah, denying <you're>... <laughs> it probably isn't for the best and you're here and 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 it's not about necessarily placing blame it's about understanding what has happened and giving respect with that which it needs to be somewhat respected you know i mean it's also a little bit about placing blame right i mean can well we... I mean, maybe the it, the blame it's far enough removed that it's not necessarily productive to, to frame it in that way, right? I mean, to me, I right. I I that that's a weird thing though, because like once people start becoming allies and jumping on board, they're not the people to blame. They're working towards creating an idea of what reparations could look like, or uh, what's the other word that the equity looks like? You know what? Right. So it's uh it doesn't necessarily need to take from anybody personally outside of the billionaire class uh <laughs> and even maybe the upper millionaire class. Yeah. But it 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 would what would happen? What would fucking happen is instead of tax money, you know, in a, in in, a, in Rob's perfect little world, uh, instead of tax money Rob-topia. going to the military industrial complex might actually go back to its citizens and maybe even go back to the ones that have been exploited, you know, ancestrally enough, <laughs> you know, to, to bring them to a point where, 
uh, I don't know, maybe just crime rates don't need to happen. The idea of guns doesn't need to necessitate it, you know, its existence. Uh, I need a gun for protection. You live in the safest country in the world. What do you need a gun for, bro? You know, um, just in that, in that way that the idea of justice for one group of people is actually justice for the whole, for everybody else. And, 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 uh, and that keeping the separation hasn't really worked thus so far in the last several hundred years. It seems like it comes down to the fundamental misunderstanding of thinking that freedom means getting what I want. Yeah. Instead of giving someone else what they need. And just not even conceiving of the, the fact that if your freedom means taking others' freedom away, it right. cannot be freedom it is not in fact freedom it's the opposite <laughs> right yeah well anyway. that's how they always say you can tell the difference between like a, <clears throat> a leftist and a rightist like a right person a person on the right will say my freedom whereas a leftist might say their freedom or our freedom or our freedom could yeah. be our freedom um uh, if you so. lived here it'd be our freedom you'd be home now all right. Well, so, I don't know. I don't know. That's just. I, I think. I think what we're seeing with the unknowns and the myth of Thanksgiving is kind of how uh, a story can be taken, or an idea can be taken. It can be run with, and it can kind of parallel the story of a country and how it wants to make itself and what it wants to be. Uh-huh. And I guess by saying that, like on the individual level i'm going to go ahead and enjoy a national observance of something in that you know whether it's i'm just thankful for the people around me and the fact that i'm not you know in a worse condition right. <laughs> uh you know is enough to know that and uh kind of make the help uh, push push the mythology aside and bring it's, the truth to light a little more. Right. I, I think it's like, instead of just not celebrating the holiday or whatever, or like, you know, it's like, I was born on Christmas Eve, right? And so Rough. I kind of hate Christmas. Rough. Not even because, you know, it's not because I didn't get as many presents or whatever. I you was and, like a spoiled only child. That wasn't a problem. You and the baby Jesus. But it was just that it was more just that like, I had to go to like a family function on my birthday every year. Like that sucked. And just every time you would talk about it, people would be like, Oh, Christmas baby. Huh? That must blow. It's like, it's like what it must be like to be like six foot seven. Oh, do you play basketball? It's like that kind of, it's just like, yep. Uh huh. Yep. 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 Um, but anyway, so, but I also just kind of like Christmas. I like the winter solstice. Yeah. It's like a magical time of year. It's rebirth, man. Rebirth of the earth. And so in the same way, right, that uh, that Christmas co-opted the solstice, I'm going to co-opt Christmas. Yeah. I'm going to celebrate my heathen Christmas, and even if it makes you mad, or if it doesn't. like, <laughs> And I'm going to call it Christmas, and I'm going to worship the devil. So, <laughs> Good old Saturnalia. Good old Saturnalia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody, and that's another weird thing is like, uh, you know, instead of worrying about like, why is it all different? Like so many different people celebrate this time of year. Let's figure out why together. Or like, let's just right. understand it together. Like yeah. the, 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 luckily the last whatever bunch of years of my life of 
like uh, having mild interest in shit has turned into full blown like I want to know why I want to understand why and yeah. and uh, it's been a lot more interesting journey as a result you start seeing a lot of parallels and echoes and rhymes and yeah. things about the human ex- experience that kind of wrap it all together I mean everyone experiences the wheel of the year so naturally the holidays are going to derive from that yeah there, so there may be people who experience either extreme to the point where they have right somewhat different you know ideas of yeah it. but the harvest pretty much is at the end of summer for everyone even right. if you're in the southern hemisphere and your summer's the other part of the year it's you're still still trying to make stuff to grow stuff to get stuff to or hunting stuff that go places because of those reasons you know yeah i think the only people that maybe don't are the polynesian i don't think they they were hunting fish i just don't get me wrong i haven't gone soft i'm still <laughs> war on christmas till i drop well yeah but it's more of a uh, Alexander the Great kind of what I'm celebrating Christmas. I, it's my thing now, kind of. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? It's what they did. Their own medicine. You know. Even if it became an anti-capitalist uh, holiday of uh, overthrowing whatever, it would still be the best holiday. That's good. <laughs> that would actually be the best holiday ever. <laughs> yeah. That's how I celebrate all the holidays. That's just me. <laughs> Anti-establishment. All right. Well, that's. Uh, yeah. There you go. I don't know if we... Uh, it's your turkey day. Yeah. I don't know if how... Was that good? Illuminating? Was that, were we good? I think that I think that illuminated some stuff. Let yeah. us know if that sucked. You got to get a you got to get a retelling of this story every year. And that's what history does is you're trying to figure out what the story exactly what the where you're trying to go with it. And so I was going to say earlier just the idea of losing history freaks me out so much like on some library of Alexandria shit, you know, like <laughs> Just that concept. I've talked about it before on the podcast, but like, you know, cultures disappearing. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like really distressing to me, like, for a whole like belief system to just go away. Like, it's so weird. Like, it, it would be interesting. And, but it's also inevitable. <laughs> interesting to strip some of it out. In the digital age, we've become like, it's become a glut. Things right. have either looped so hard that they're stripped down yeah. as, as, as happens, but also just like the amount of stuff is so great that no one person could really. It's, I'm always trying to figure out, do I not retain stuff because I smoke weed constantly <laughs> or because I'm getting so much information like scrolling reddit for five minutes i just learned like 25 new facts like i can't i was thinking about that too because i i don't retain certain stuff because i can just look it up that know? too yeah and, and yeah you're probably suffering from that because it's like i can't remember long division i got a calculator it's like the same kind of because like the guy who drives uber for as many hours as somebody who used to drive a taxi you know 50 years ago their brains are totally different you know, the guy who had to remember all the roads, their brains literally physically were different than the ones who can just look up and punch right. in an address. Now. Well, and I've noticed that within myself, just in my lifetime, yeah. like places that I would have known how or I did know how to get and still do know how to get there. Like sometimes I'll bring up a map. I definitely don't need to just cause it <laughs> makes me like anxious not to. Yeah. I, yeah. And you just need my hand held while I drive. You know? I need my devices. Where's my device? Sad. Sad. And it's, it's, it's creepy. It's like, it's an AI just owned by some fucking rich guy. Yeah. That's going to influence all the shit, how we go places and where. This is the beginning of the cyborg. 
we're going to need technology in order to survive soon. Yeah, which brings us to Rex. We got any got any Rex? Cuz I have a Rex. Rex. Uh, well, I don't know throw, if it's a throw, throw it at me. What is it? So the the full, not full, the first of three parts of the new Smashing Pumpkins finally is all out, right? Hot damn. And uh, we had talked previously about how it's a little boomery. It's a little bit cancel culture-ish. And it still has that. I think it brings up a lot of stuff that's worth talking about. I don't think it's necessarily like glaringly propagandist, like something like Ben Shapiro would write or whatever. I'm saying that I can respect it, even if I disagree with it. Like it's a guy saying a thing, even if it's kind of dumb. Yeah. It's still like the songs are pretty cool and the story is fine enough. You know, it's like, I don't know. Um, I guess I'm saying I, I, I recommend it because it's interesting to think about. And I don't know that our listeners want to take the time to listen to Billy Corgan fucking bloviate about his own fame and shit on a podcast. <laughs> but if you're a fan, it's pretty interesting because they've been releasing uh, the album one song at a time and doing a podcast where he tells the story because it's a musical narrative. A concept um, album, if you will. Right. Possibly. But, but like to the nth degree, like dialed in concept album where yeah. like every single song is part of a story. Some of the songs are sung by different characters. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. And like in con, like people say like, you're a hypocrite. Like you hate 311 now. The reason I hate 311 isn't because I disagree with them politically. It's because they're fucking cowards who hide it and it's not that they didn't want their drummer to think that shit or like, you know, it's not that they thought it was bad to be part of QAnon. It's that they didn't want him to say it publicly because it might hurt sales. That's why 311 sucks. Like <laughs> Billy Corgan, I can disagree with, but respect that he's like an artist being honest about his beliefs, at least. He's, right? putting, he's putting his brand on the line. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the balls to be a real artist. Yeah. 311 doesn't. It's fucking... Walked into Hobby Lobby with a notepad and wrote down some live, laugh, love shit and wrote his lyrics about it. <laughs> I'm just bitter that he blocked me on Twitter. I, I need you I need you to see something about, speaking of... Anyway, yeah. I recommend Smashing Pumpkins. I want you to read the thing. Autumn is and, the new album. So just hit the screen when you're ready after you've read the... You want me to read this out loud? Yeah, yeah, read it out loud. Uh, was this a TikTok I'm watching? TikTok, so yeah. it says, um, I played Smashing Pumpkins for my students today. Here are their responses. Can you wait, what is it? Oh. I like it. It sounds like it's from the eighties. I don't like it. Amazing thumbs up. It is like unicorns. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Miss Johnson playlist is like my toilet after Taco Bell. <laughs> sad rock. I like it because it's sad rock. Uh, this playlist is like oh, it's too fast. I like it. it gives me good vibes. <laughs> I love Miss Johnson's playlist. Old, old, old fashioned songs. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is where the kids are at with it. It is very much like unicorns. <laughs> like it, it took me listening to eleven weeks of this to kind of get all of that in my head. Yeah. Like, like, am I a hypocrite? Like, why does three eleven piss me off so much? But Billy Corgan can say some stupid shit 
but it doesn't really bother me. And I think it's the honesty of it. It's the honesty of it. And I think there's some ways in which you can separate what the art, the artist from the art a little bit. Like, uh, I feel like that too. I mean, there's some filmmakers I will still watch and some, I just won't. And right. that's, you know, or, or artists in general. Like, I mean, I don't know, you know, all the ins and out of Michael Jackson, but I, I know that I interesting choice of words. Don't feel on. like I can trust yeah. him as a person enough to where it doesn't quite, it doesn't somewhat hurt my view on his art, you know? Uh, yeah. It's interesting with Michael Jackson. Cause he's on that level where it's like, how can you have art history without him? Music right, history. Right. Like and, you I can't. Don't, and I don't mind, I don't mind that I get, but for me, it's just like the songs just don't bring the same joy anymore. You can't not think about the kid diddling when you hear it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I yeah. totally understand. And, That's uh, how I am with Marilyn Manson. Like I still like it, yeah. but like, and I don't know the details, but it seems like at this point he's probably a pretty shitty person. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it's, I'm conflicted, you know, like, like how my, much can I separate that? Like, I like my psychopaths to play psychopath, maybe not be Patrick Bateman. He's not a guy I'd like or hang out with, you know, <laughs> Uh, like a little pretending a little bit more than <laughs> actual uh, murders and executions. Uh, murders and uh, <laughs> acquisitions. I have one more wreck. It's uh, uh, Inside Job on Netflix. Have you seen this? Have you heard about no, this? No, no. So it's a, like an adult cartoon. Uh, oh, wait, I have seen. Th- I've seen uh, like the first six or eight episodes. Yeah. It's, it's a, a car- animated uh, cartoon about a mother, about father and daughter. The father right. works in a so a conspiracy lab. We'll say they both do. It changes through, but whatever. Yeah. It's about people that work in an office that manages like the world's conspiracies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty great. It has uh, Christian Slater and Andy Daly are in it. They do voices and a bunch of other cool people. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Lee, uh, comedian, Asian comedian. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's his first name. Uh, I can't think of it. Of Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Lee. Lee. Yes. He's in it. God damn. He plays like a scientist who's always on mushrooms and Molly and shit. <laughs> There's a talking mushroom played by, what's his name? I don't know. But he's like a mushroom alien psychedelic being. It's real funny. It's got uh, ICP plays themselves in it. The Juggalos are one of the six societies that runs the world <laughs> with no explanation. It's per- just perfection. they're one of them. It's like the Illuminati, like Jay-Z and Oprah and shit. And then the Juggalos <laughs> are one of the societies. That's incredible. I forgot about all that. I haven't, I, we watched it or I started watching it a while back. And then I think just in general, conspiracy theories were just overwhelming me and I couldn't. Yeah. relax anymore while watching it it just i understand that you know I, I would love to go back to it in fact and i'm someone who's been into that shit over the years you know when i was like 20 i would like you know i've talked about it before but uh one i would recommend speaking of netflix is a uh, so hilariously enough phoebe uh phoebe whatever my name is uh, I can't remember her last Waldrop Wald Wall 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 something. Uh, I don't know. She's dude. she's in the new fucking uh, uh, Indiana Jones. 
Um, There's a new Indiana Jones. <laughs> have you heard of this? Have you seen this? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. It's, it's not out, right? I uh, feel like I would have heard about that. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Okay. And she made uh, something of note because she did this show called Fleabag. Okay. Which, like, if I was going to put Fleabag in a genre or companionship with something, it'd be like Peep Show because it's, like, hardcore cringe. Only thing is Phoebe Waller-Bridge is way better at emotional shit <laughs> tied in yeah. with her absolute comedy and cringe like oh it's so fucking good bro but like uh, what's this called uh this was called fleabag, fleabag. it was based on her one woman uh kind of she she's british or stand-up show yeah she's that's uh, how they do it there a british, their stand-ups all like intellectual and has a theme and shit which but, is cool but before she did fleabag and before she's doing this being in the fucking New, I couldn't believe it when I heard she was going to be in fucking uh, uh, Indiana Jones because I was like, oh man, like it's kind of like when we were all excited, Kate Blanchett was going to be in it, and then it was kind of like, oh, man. I thought she was good. I mean, I she's it. good, she's amazing, but like, we've, we've talked about I'm a defender of that film. He, he's I understand gone, it has problems, he's gone to the mat the way I go for go to the mat for uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah, well, I mean, Tumble of Doom is better, but <laughs> but I'm just saying. I, I like, contend that while it's probably the worst of the three, it's yeah. still good. I mean, worst of the four, it's still good. Uh, anyway, but she was in this show called Crashing, which uh, we watched Ooh. the whole thing of on Netflix. I've heard of that. Yeah. So it's about a group of people who are part of this program called the Guardianship Program in the UK, I believe, and uh, the Guardianship Program basically lets people pay to live in buildings that aren't necessarily residential buildings so in this one it's a former hospital interesting and so you can get a room and it's basically like communal living to some degree you have to you know pay for stuff you know uh, um, utilities utilities and such uh but it's also a lot cheaper than having to get a place and it has a has a multifold uh um like outcome of it which is it keeps buildings from being abandoned especially in populated uh areas that people want to live in it gives people who want a place to stay for cheaper a place to live and uh and so it keeps places alive instead of having abandoned part of town because you know nobody's living in these places it stops illegal squatting and things like that these are like the real world consequences in the in the show it's like totally different i mean to some degree so the show's based on a real program that's uh, based on that premise yeah and it's pretty funny because she plays a character that comes in and kind of disrupts her old friend will they won't they kind of vibe they always had you know and um and all the people in it are just like so incredibly insane and fucked up and hilarious and uh crashing crashing it's only six episodes long maybe three hours in total okay uh it's absolutely worth watching it's really fucking funny it's very 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 cringy moments but that's kind of the big selling point of it is that (laughs) you get to watch people say their honest truth (laughs) i uh one more wreck. Do it. Persona Five is a video game. Oh, it's, on what system? Um, it's on everything, I think. Okay. Um, there's, I think it came out. I don't know when it originally came out, but I think I want to say like 2019 they re-released it. With only a couple, maybe 2016 it came out. It's a pretty new game. 
Anyway, the re-released, like, you know, fucking deluxe version uh, just came out on the Game Pass a couple weeks ago, and I've played it for, like, 70 goddamn hours since then. <laughs> uh, and in fact, I can't believe I was able to talk about anything else for the last hour or so. Uh, God, I miss there's so days. much I could say about it. There, it's, there's so much happening with it, but um, I went real long talking about the Smashing Pumpkins and complaining about 311. So, like, <laughs> I don't know, but it's real good. Uh, it combines. It's like I want to say it's like the Matrix meets like like Marvel shit except that the matrix is like the emotional world. Yeah. Like, so these high school kids have the ability to harness, uh, I want to say like Jungian concepts of like the <laughs> monsters of the world's mythology Whoa. and use them to fight in this emotional world to infiltrate the mind palaces, quote unquote of bad people and steal their hearts treasure to make them have a change of heart and stop being shitty people. So it's like Inception meets like, uh, how did you put it? Matrix. Matrix. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. High concept shit. Um, that sounds like fun. It's I think I have awesome. heard about this because I thought that too. I was like, there's something very Inception giving about this thing where you have to try and sway a person through this battle of like thoughts and ideas. That's what, that's what I, I remember here. I was just like, dude, yeah. these Japanese got their games it's, like way on a different level than we do. Yeah. It's really good. Like there's a lot of just sitting around hitting a, to read the next thing. I just and I like still just love it. I just like shooting my gun. I like that too, but I like, this is like, no, this is awesome. This really sounds, makes you think. Yeah. This game. No, it's, that's amazing. It's also got some weird, like questionable, uh, you know, Japanese teen sexy things that make me kind of go, should this be happening? <laughs> should that like 15 year olds titties be jiggling like that Seems on the screen? I don't know. Inappropriate. <laughs> but yeah, it's a whole different culture. It's yeah, I guess it's fine. I don't know. It makes me feel a little weird. Some of the stuff that happens in it. <laughs> that just means you're a person with morals. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that's good. Not that the Japanese don't have morals. <laughs> or maybe you're playing a game for 15-year-olds. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, no, because it has really dark shit in it. There's, like, suicide. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, a, a girl is upset because her mom committed suicide, and she thinks that it's because of her, and you have to, like, help her through it by fighting her demons, like, literally. That must just be part of the genre, because I love High School of the Dam or High School of the Dead, and that's exactly the high schoolers with bouncing boob and at some point a teacher also with the high schoolers there's that yeah, yeah. we we called a maid service right like it's like teenagers call it's like hookers or you know like <laughs> escorts but yeah. they're you know maids sex workers and your homeroom teacher shows up and she's like this is my second job like my little sister's sick i need money <laughs> and you like you have dialogue options that are like kind of racy like hinting at shit <laughs> It's interesting. It's. It, 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 I don't know if you can fuck your teacher. I haven't because I didn't go there. I, I took the high road with my dialogue choices. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's interesting. Oh, anyway, man. Persona Five. It's real good. I recommend it. 
um yeah i'm out of rex that's all i got <laughs> that's all i got too but all uh right. yeah those are the, the the things we've been checking out the things we've been watching i guess i could recommend cosmopolis too it's on hulu it's fucked up oh, it'll yeah. fuck with your head check it out it's kind of fun uh, cosmopolis cosmopolis it's david uh cronenberg not the son who did possessor which is also or was for a long time on hulu as well very violent kind of stomach turning but also interesting in a in a sci-fi way so all right both, both good wrecks those cronenbergs them cronenbergs they're doing good things really bergen the cronens just right that's right I don't know what that means. Okay, let's uh, let's ride off into the sunset for this week. I guess it's going to be a short week, probably. Maybe. I think we'll probably get back on our normal schedule next week, yeah. barring any unforeseen, uh, you know. Disasters. Right. Yeah, Knock on wood, I guess. Let's get out of here. All right. Um, I've been Loki Sapfoot, and uh, this is a problem with everything. That guy's Holiday Rob. Is I've that been, right? I've been Holiday right? Rob. I've been Holiday Rob. You can check me out on uh, at Holiday Rob on Twitch, TikTok, Patreon, and not at Twitter at not Holiday Rob. Go to my link tree, linktr.ee slash sapfoot for all my shit. Uh, um, we do this podcast, The Problem With Everything, here on anchor.fm slash the problem with everything podcast check out the youtube archive same thing the problem with everything podcast as well as our tpwe.pod on instagram that is tpwe.pod send us an email if you like tpwe.pod at gmail.com you can't forget that tpwe.pod Stands for the problem with everything. Because uh, that's what we are, the problem with everything. And next week we will be back again, giving you more problems to deal with. Yeah. So that's how we are. We're just problematic. So it goes. Don't be part of the problem. Be the whole goddamn thing. I can't help it. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace out. Bye.